I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because uh, Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday, ready to do some podcasts and find us wherever you get your podcast by searching the Black Guy Who Tips. Leave us five-star reviews, man. Come on. Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcast. all right? If you already left one, re-up it. What else we got to say? Do that. Um, in addition to that, I have some other show notes I like to tell y'all to do. Go ahead. Um, follow us on Crowdcast. That's where we go live. Uh, right now, we have like, um, I want to say like almost 1,300 followers on there or something. Woo-hoo! We're like really close to 1,300. I think we're nine away. The link is right there in the show notes. Follow us. Get updates. Watch us live. Hang out. Look at the pictures. Look at the uh, fans and the chat and the interactions we have. It's a good time. It is. Also, in the show notes is our merch. Okay? You can be rocking cool designs. Y'all see the covers for our uh, show art for our podcast and uh, the stuff that we post on our social media all the time and stuff. Well, those things are things you can have on your body, on a mug, on a pillow, on, you know, a bunch of places. On a mouse pad, yeah. posters. You you can let the world know, hey, I listen to the Blackout Tips too. You might run into some cool people that's like, yo, I recognize that. That's Rod and Karen. Do that. So those are your those are your things to do, all right? I hate to fuss at you like this, but come on. The fuck? <laughs> and while you also talking about it, uh, for those of you that can't get enough of us, you can go premium. You can go full-fledged premium. Go to our website and sign up for our premium. It's $15 a month, and you get everything behind the paywall. But if you like, you know what? I ain't got the 15 but I got the 5 Through Spotify, you can. It's just the tip. Look in your feed. You will see. Uh, you get episodes. You see they locked. That's why they locked. You click on it, and you uh, 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 go through the prompts, and then all the episodes on Spotify will be opened up to you. Yeah, you get one extra episode a week. So those weeks where we don't do five, or we take some time off, or whatever, you still getting a little bit of something, something, it might be the sports show, might be a movie review, might be uh, the nerd show. It could be a bunch of stuff, but you're getting a little extra ride and caring every week. The official weapon of the show is the phone in jail, the unofficial sport, bullet ball, the bullet ball, extreme, extreme, extreme. Uh, and I guess it's time for a little bit of banter. I don't know if we have any, but we're going to try. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. You have any banter today, Karen? The only banter I have, and it's not really banter. Talk to the mic. Oh, yes. sorry. 
The only banter I had is not really banter, just what I did today. I got my ears clean, and that was an, an experience. Uh, for those of you that have ever had your ears clean, you can hear the air. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> I have uh, tiny ear canals. So my uh, ear canals actually, uh, get, uh, actually get a lot of earwax kind of built up in them. And so <laughs> it was hilarious because when I went, uh, she had this thing that she was blowing, and it sounded like somebody going in your ear. And she was like, it ain't moving. I was like, oh, okay. And so then she took this other thing, had kind of had to dig down in there and twist a little bit and uh, pulled it out of both ears. And she had me look at it. I was like, God damn, that was, it was in my, I was like, I was like surprised I could heal. But uh, yeah, she cleaned it, she cleaned it all the way out. So I am so glad um, uh, she cleaned my ears out. Uh, really good is is because I went to like the ear eye throat people versus like the normal doctor so they're able to use like equipment and stuff that your doctors don't have like sitting in their office so she was able like to really kind of you know get down in there and kind of the disadvantage about small ear canals is that you know it get built up but one thing I do do I use like earwax a solution to kind of keep it soft just so if they have to do any digging it's not a hard task you know me for them uh because I've had I made this mistake. I never do this again. Uh, when I used to do, uh, shout out, sh- shout out to the buns and the, and 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 and, and the updos and shit. We used to have bobby pins. Mm-hmm. So I used when my ears itch. I used to take the bobby pins and kind of like kind of dig in my ears. So one day I was like, I can't hear out of either of my ears. I was like, I couldn't hear like nothing. Like literally, the sound was gone. And child, I went. They looked at my. Ear. They didn't say this, but they was like, God damn, what did you do to your ears? <laughs> I have packed it in there so hard and so tight from just just the digging with the with the um hairpins because mm. what happened was that I was digging I was just pushing the it yeah, was not supposed to put like q-tips in your ears either like that's very dangerous yeah and I didn't know that so, you know I just that was I was small as a kid so I was tick, 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 tick. I was a lot younger and so um and I guess after a while it kind of hardened and so this time I will this so this time was a breeze but uh, that time they actually had to tilt my head to the side and that's when they had to pull out the big dogs that's when they had to pull out the water and they actually take uh they actually you actually actually like you're about to go swimming they had like like all this plastic they put around you and shit like that and then basically they take this thing and it and it pushes water in and kind of sucks out sucks out sucks out the ear stuff at the same time and they basically had to drill down in there because the shit had got so hard to get the shit to break up so i could hear guys like i never do that bullshit again and then on top of that after they did that they had to turn around and do and do some extra like cleaning to i guess get pieces that kind of was kind of in there that that that, that kind of didn't get out and child, it, I know this might sound stupid. I was like, oh, I see why y'all call me the ear, the, you know, the ear, eye, throat people. Because, child, she was in my ear. I kept saying, you going down my throat? She was like, no, I'm not going down your throat. She was like, all this is connected. And she said, it just has the feeling that I'm going down your throat. I'm actually just going in your ears. So I learned my lesson. Take care of your ears, people. Yeah, I'll take care of mine. Um, they also have, like, over-the-counter stuff you can buy to, like, clean your ears, too, that with, like, this solution and, like, this weird pump that pushes the water in and out of your ear canal um that works as well okay i've, I've but, never done uh, that i just done the ones that actually just soften your ears up, soften the mm-hmm. earwax up uh for my banter i just have my iphone speaker for my phone for some reason just stopped working it's it, very muffled sounding and crazy. i what happened was like i had this problem before and i thought i was just tripping i was like my speaker does not sound as loud as other people's phone speakers 
And I'm like, maybe my hearing's going, but I clean my ears. Um, <laughs> so then I, um, I, 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 like, the other day it happened um, in the bathroom, and I, like, blew into the phone. And I thought, and it seemed like it, it kind of worked or something. I said, oh, so maybe it just had something clogging. Maybe the phone was dirty. But it, but it, I couldn't see any dirt on the phone. That, that had, But I'm like, maybe I blew it out, and I just didn't even see it. Um, and then I was sitting on the couch scrolling uh, Facebook reels as I want to do when I'm high and the fucking sound just went out as I was holding it and I saw it and I was like okay so I'm YouTubing because anytime I need to fix something I just YouTube shit normally somebody's gone through it before they tell you how to fix it and so I'm YouTubing this shit and it's like take a brush and clean out the speakers and all this stuff and I did all that stuff and it just won't turn back on. And I had to, we just fucking paid the phones off like a couple months ago, conspiracy. Um, and so now I have to buy a fucking, I, I just had to buy a new phone. I was like, they made it so like if you trade it in, it's, it's like trading in my iPhone 12 will give me a certain amount of credit towards the iPhone new one. And then the, and, and my bill only go up like a five ten dollars a month instead of the fucking like the full forty dollars yeah. or something. So whatever they say, but it's just such bullshit. Cause I I don't I didn't want to just go to like a phone repair person right. that has to like go in your phone and know your code and look at your pictures and shit. I didn't feel like doing all that, so I was just like fuck it, you know. But uh uh anyway, that's my banter. <laughs> Let's get into the regular show. No candy for you. Some towns have banned older kids from trick-or-treating on Halloween. Why? Uh, well, as long as they ain't doing nothing stupid, I don't see the reason why. Let's see. Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, let's see. Wait. Hold on. In one, one city once threatened jail time for teens. In one famous example, Chesapeake, Virginia, until recently had a 1970s law on the books threatening any teen caught trick-or-treating with up to six months in jail. Any teenager. That's anybody over twelve. Right. Jail? That's that's how y'all gonna solve this? Jail? Right. The city changed the law after a massive backlash, but the statute still says kids over fourteen who trick or treat are guilty of a misdemeanor. Other towns have similar laws like Jacksonville, Illinois, to Rain, uh, Louisiana, both of which bar kids who are thirteen and older from trick or treating. I did not know that was a thing. That's so weird. Because I, right. I know that's about the age most of us start feeling a bit awkward trick-or-treating, but it's candy and I'm 13. I'm right. going. Right. Give me a ninja mask. Let's do this. Right. And all kids ain't designed to be like, fuck it, you know, parents, I, I want to be free. Like, some kids are like, I still want to be a kid. Give me a shirt and tie, okay? I'm a businessman. Give me candy. Um, cause you know, when you get that age, the costumes get a little lazy. They do. Cause then I just want the candy. We both know what I'm here for. I just show up in your desk. I just show up at your, at your, on your porch, dressed like, like, like just my clothes I wore to school that day. Like I'm a student. I need, I need candy. Right. And also it's one of those things where I think that 
that's kind of the age where you kind of you're still a child but you're going through a phase and all children like i say are awkward and all types of things like i don't see a problem you know wrong with it you know like i said maybe say 16 say you know 16 17 i could see you be like no you too old you know but you know anything kind of under that i I don't think laws need to get involved in this no matter what the age all right because it's stupid altogether like unless i mean unless we're talking about like some 40 year old person out there like that shouldn't be around kids i I just don't find that there should be any laws do not need to be involved in this situation yeah not not unless it's something where the kids actually breaking the law there's no law you know what i mean well they're breaking the law because you made a new law up yes yes but 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 i mean without the law like if they're out here egging you know shit like that like that's completely different but we have laws on the books for vandalism yes so we we don't need a new law no we don't i agree with you on that one in belleville illinois law on halloween solicitation forbids anyone above eighth grade for going trick-or-treating first of all solicitation sounds like prostitution so maybe people are wearing those sexy costumes you get from party city and going house to house and fucking people because if not no laws need to be involved in this Mm -mm. the city also requires anyone over the age of 12 to get permission of the mayor or chief of police how many people in this little fucking town you could just be like hey mayor is it cool if i trick-or-treat tonight all right, I guess you're 13, yeah, but they, they all right. Even, don't even enforce this shit. Hopefully There's not. No way. Um. So yeah, this uh, this seems kind of damn dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's a way to penalize children. Yeah. Hopefully no one's like you said enforcing it. So it just most because this feels like they also the kind of law no one in your city would know about. Because right, like <laughs> like feels like the kind of law where you'd be like, wait, what? we can't do what no right and not trying funny the whole thing in the spirit is just giving candy you know what i'm right. saying like if like if you bought all this candy to fucking give out what are you you gonna be like, i'm not giving you no candy the fuck you giving out candy for like it almost like defeats the purpose of getting out the candy stop me if you've heard this one before but the main mass shooter had numerous run-ins with authorities showed warning signs long before the shooting yes yeah now they got his history and stuff he tried to buy a silencer like three weeks ago oh um he uh was hearing voices uh he owned a lot of guns um cops had stopped by to check on him a couple times um because they believed he would go on a rampage oh no nearly three months ago he tried to fail to acquire a device used to acquire guns oh three months ago to acquire uh so a silencer um uh they said he already has submitted information to the federal government to purchase it and federal authorities had approved the sale to that point on august 5th when he filled out uh the form at the gun shop to pick up the silencer he answered yes to the question have you ever been adjudicated as a mental defective or have you ever been committed to a mental institution as soon as he answered yes we knew automatically this is disqualifying and he's not getting the silencer today so that's the only reason he didn't get it and he could have just checked no you, I mean, this is our gun Cause, laws. Yeah, because people do all the time, right? If he would have just checked no, he'd have he would have got that silencer. Um, but yeah, they it's just they said he was full of uh, red flags. They went to check on him, but because they didn't see him at his job or his house, they just let it go. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, family members said he had recently been hearing voices and became more focused on the bowling alley and bar where the shootings took place um 
yeah. It just uh they were police were alerted to veiled threats by the u.s army reservists two local law enforcement chiefs told the associated press that a statewide awareness alert was sent in mid-september to be on the lookout for him and after he made threats against his base and fellow soldiers but ultimately after a visit to his home the police just moved on wow the army directed that he should not have a weapon handle ammunition and not participate in live fire activity he was declared non-deployable due to concerns over his well-being. So none of this was like his name wasn't on the list, but they were like, "No, not you, not today. You can't, you can't get guns." One, he already has guns, and two, they this is a state that don't really have gun laws because they think that, not to not to paint too fine a bow on it, but this is just my opinion, and I, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure it's gonna hold up to everything um to scrutiny or whatever um but my belief is because this is where like bernie sanders is from mm-hmm. and this state maine is 94 percent white two percent black or african-american um it's considered somewhat of a liberal state but they basically even bernie's in the pocket of like you know the gun lobby and shit and he, in his state, he feels like the gun laws in his state are fine because it's like a cultural thing. We use them different here. This ain't like Chicago and shit, which has all kinds of different, you know, connotations. Right. But to me, I feel like these people are like, it's different up here with us white folks. Our guns are, this is safe. Our culture is fine with us having guns because we're not going to hurt anybody. Right. Which is... If you look around at the mass shooters, the list and the faces and the racial makeup, that makes no fucking sense. Right, because but majority of them are white. The fuck are you talking about? Right. And are you really a liberal state or are you just a state without a lot of black people? Correct. You know, and so, like I said, it's kind of conspiratorial. I don't know that it fully connects and that's fine. But this is just the way I'm feeling about it is... Y'all thought this shit couldn't happen because mm-hmm. y'all y'all didn't think you needed laws. And now that somebody got shot up, that a bunch of people got shot up, now you're like, we do need laws. And we thought we were different, but we're not. And I'm sorry. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stop voting f- against the gun lobby and all this. Uh, I mean, for the gun lobby and stuff. And I mean, sure, I guess. But it, people died because we as a country will not take, you know, take any of this into account. No, we won't take it seriously. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, he had a shit ton of red flags. Um, let's see. General Motors has reached a tentative agreement with the UAW, potentially ending the six-week strike. Oh, let's go. United Auto Workers. That's right, JL Covan. I don't just care about strikes when it's only for the writers. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Rain on that parade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> did I just rain on your parade? Uh, yeah, I'm glad because, yeah. you know, if them cars and shit ain't moving, it matters. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy because cars cost more than ever. The idea that yes. the people that literally make the cars are not making more money is And they can't even afford this, to buy the cars they're making. This just feels like so much of just America in a microcosm of like everything costs more than it used to cost. And then people that supposed to get the money aren't getting the money you know it's it's streaming services raising prices and then telling you like we can't afford to pay anybody that makes the content you watch 
But why are you raising? Well, then where's the money going? Right. Where's you know what the I mean? money <laughs> like, going? Every business feels like uh, that right now. Restaurants, exorbitant prices. And you're like, so that guess that, I mean, that's fine. As long as y'all take care of your employees. And they're like, we're not. Like, <laughs> yes, we, that bacon and eggs is $20 now. But we still need you to tip because we, this is not going to any employee. They're not having a better life because bacon and eggs is $20. Right. Um, And meanwhile, CEO's pay is staying, staying at the same, if not going up. That's crazy. Right. Uh, Yeah. Apparently workers will get an immediate pay bump of 11% upon ratification. Uh, So that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I'm sure it won't keep up with everything, but I mean, it's, you know, it's better, than better they got something, you know, right. out of this shit than whatever the owners wanted, which is to give these motherfuckers nothing. Or less. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll see. And then, the, of course, the auto people are like, well, then we might have to raise prices. You, you've Beach been raising days, prices. The car, the cars are cost triple the prices that they did a few years ago. Sometimes some of these cars cost triple more than, than for the pandemic. Yep. Uh, check your email. 50,000 borrowers will get student loan forgiveness notices. Let's go. And yes, it's real. Let's go. Uh-huh, it's real. You got to go way back with the podcast to know that. <laughs> uh, the education department is currently uh, notifying thousands of borrowers that they've qualified for student loan forgiveness under a temporary Biden administration program designed to provide relief for those who have older student loans. So, Yeah. That's nearly $3 billion in student loan forgiveness. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Good luck to you all, and I hope everybody on the list. Yep. So it's not a Nigerian scammer this time, y'all. Mm-mm. Fill out the forms. Fill them out. Uh, 18 Lizzo employees wrote a letter, wrote letters defending the singer against ex-dancers' ac- accusations. Oh, they don't want to cover this part, though. Okay. Controversy. Lizzo innocent. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, according to TMZ, which obtained new court documents in the case, 18 employees with Lizzo's big girl, big touring wrote a statement slamming Lizzo's accusers. Uh, one letter penned by dancer Kiara Mooring flat out denied that the performers would be punished for refusing to hang out with Lizzo offstage at the Bennett Bar sex performance in Amsterdam. This claim also makes no sense because plenty of dancers, myself included, did not go to the bar that night, and we still have our job dancing with Lizzo. Yeah, and that's what I was saying about the lawsuit. It felt kind of like it's trying to embarrass her. Into, like, you you mm-hmm. say you stand for all this stuff, but you don't. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's somewhat of a millennial mindset in my mind of this, like, you're supposed to innately understand our emotions. And so you need to treat this thing that seems very predictable and kind of like something that people are okay with, with pop stars and touring groups. And if you've toured a play or whatever the fuck, like it's, it's like not all professional. It's not all business. Now right. maybe it should be. So like, if that's going to be the new rules going forward, then that'll have to be the new rules. Right, but yeah, maybe, up until this maybe point, maybe HR needs to be involved. <laughs> up until this point, being involved in those type of, like if you go on tour with a rock band and the rock band goes to a strip club, that's not some like workplace violation for most people. Mm-mm. And then the part of the suit that I think a lot of people kind of jumped on and fell hook, line, and sinker for, because the lawsuit, that it, that's designed to give you the worst version of the person. And as this is designed to give you the worst version of the accusers, right? Mm -hmm. But 
the idea that if we didn't go, we will be punished with no evidence that that was going to happen or had happened to anyone was wild to me. Right. And people were treating it as facts. Like, well, they have to go. It's like that, that is in your head. Lizzo can't or the dance culture, whoever can't make that a thing. You need some evidence. You need like, Somebody said something that like that, you know, uh, uh, somebody got kicked off the tour because they decided not to go to the club. You need that in the lawsuit. So when that wasn't in there, I was like, I don't know if this shit is even going to work. But these 18 letters don't prove anybody innocent either because Mm -hmm. someone else could have a different experience than the other people had. All right. But that claim in particular stuck out to me. And I made note of it at the time that it was weird. Some of this stuff was like, stuff they were thinking that they never expressed and then tried to be like and clearly she should have just known because she's Lizzo Um, supposed to reach our minds another dancer Melissa Locke shared that after speaking with Davis and Rodriguez the morning after the banana incident they seemed excited about the night out didn't express any disapproval about it Lizzo has maintained her innocent looting at the the women being disgruntled former employees Uh, so we'll see what happens if this like goes all the way to court and they don't settle um Cause like I said, it, I think they just want to embarrass her, and people low key already don't want to like her. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of we tolerate her, and it's not the people you think. It's not just the like fat phobic, hateful people. It's a lot of liberal people that don't mm-hmm. like it. It's yeah. a lot of black women who thought like I remember when they tried to like pit her and um, oh god, what's the singer at the Soul Train Awards? She was complaining. Uh, but. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about but like mm-hmm. I remember I then a lot age, of the yeah. slander that came out it was like cause that came out this is not about well. this award yeah, y'all are calling this woman like all kinds of like mammies and coons and shit mm-hmm. like y'all, and y'all supposed to be like the black womanist da 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 da's what the fuck are y'all doing right now Ari Lennox yeah that's who it was it, it was just like a weird level of vitriol for her that came out of like nowhere to me um, and she gives it all different kinds of angles so you know whatever doesn't make her a perfect person or even a good person she could still be a terrible person and da 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 da. but Mm -hmm. i truly think this lawsuit was designed to bring out the wolves on her and then she was just supposed to fold and be like listen i'm scared people are so many people just don't like me because when people think you care they do that shit just to cause you to fold and you know you're the problem if y'all be like nah and on top of that not very funny it's one of those things where you know, they came at her about lyrics. She changed them. So yeah. they felt like, we come after you about this, too, and you're fold, too. And she, nah, she was like, I'm And like I this. said, I'm not saying that's exactly what happened, but right. I could see a scenario where that's what's happening. Is we're, Like, this lawsuit sounded more like a, she ain't who she say she is, y'all. And then everybody could be like, finally, I could tell y'all, I don't like this fat bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it felt to me looking at the vitriol online. Because it wasn't, it wasn't the same. You know, Mm-mm. uh, in Mississippi, most voters will have no choice about who represents them in the legislature. That's how fucking gerrymandered and everything is over there. Yep. Yep. Uh, after being in office for over a decade, Mississippi State Senator Dean Kirby got challenged in the Republican primary. He won with 70% of the vote. That was in 2003, and it remains the last time he faced an opponent. The longtime Jackson area senator, and senator, keep in mind Jackson is black uh, population, is on the battle again this year without either a Democrat or Republican challenger because they know it's so gerrymandered. There's no fucking point. 
right so people don't even try to actually run against them because it was like oh i am going to and i bet you over the decades they've seen person after person after person after person lose 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 and lose and the thing i hate about this conversation when we have to have it because i listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about this normally it's white people talking about it and they always try to do this like thing of like that i call like um uh like uh performative um impartiality where they say well both sides do it no they don't Mm -hmm. and definitely not like this democrats don't pass laws like this democrats cannot to just this is just uh this is not about them being better morally democrats by nature of what makes up the democrat voting base cannot do this Mm -mm. they just don't have the power to do this effectively in the way that republicans can republicans can target a college town we know college students vote democrat we're gonna fucking make it hard to vote there black people we know black people vote democrat we're gonna make it hard to vote there you got early voting right we're we're going to curb the hours you're gonna make it so people can't vote on sundays and saturdays and we know most black and brown people vote we're gonna adjust the hours after uh, you know so instead of you know close the polls closing at six and seven and eight we're gonna make it where they close at three bullshit like that so those are the tactics but i'm saying that they they can target certain demographics because they know democrats can't really do that because it's a coalition party you stop white people from voting there's white democrats that represent like 40 percent of the white vote you're not going to do that so that's why i don't even pretend that it's some old it's kind of the same when democrats get power they don't they're not able to effectively do that the same right um not because like i said you can take the morals out of it because it's not about they're all bad all politicians are bad fuck that shit you can't do it try try blocking out a block where you know only democrats will be the people here the only way you can do that is to be like this is where the black population is this is where the college town is and nobody else in here can vote that's they're not gonna be able to do that anyway um but yeah this is mississippi the percentage of legislative seats with no major party opposition in the general election has risen steadily from 63 percent in 2011 to 85 percent this year yeah that's that's a problem it's also you know one of the things where if i want to fault the 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 uh, democrats as a whole as a totality stop popping money into some of these southern states Start bringing your asses down here and fighting against this bullshit. Start coming down here and raising hell. Don't act like the other parts of the country are the ones that actually matter more than the South. You know, don't actually, because I think for a lot of voters, period, they literally have just gave up on the South. They're like, fuck them niggas down there, let them scrape. We're just like, no, we actually matter too. Why should I have to move? Why white supremacy came in here and took over? I had nothing to do with these niggas coming in here and jerry-rigging, but y'all don't invest the motherfucking money like you should to pump and push and educate people and shit like this. Y'all pump, y'all put money in places where you know it's a motherfucking guaranteed win. Come down here and do some grassroots shit if y'all want to win these shit don't give up on the south i agree i think i think it's and i think also it fuels the voter apathy of the people there you know we didn't even talk about this on the show when um i think i can't remember what state it was but it was one of these southern states like mississippi alabama and democrats lost in like a bloodbath like maybe a three four weeks ago and we didn't really talk about it that much because a lot of people was just blaming black voters, which is fucking asinine and ridiculous because 
as many black voters as there are there, they don't have the numbers to overcome the gerrymandering that has happened. They, it's, it's literally not, the numbers game is not that. The only people to blame in that case would be white people that refuse to vote Democrat or refuse to vote because they actually live in the places where they could change things, but they define what the way shit is apparently. Right. Um, but yeah, but I didn't talk about because I'm I'm I don't want to do a lecture to, about black apathy and stuff. I I I do think black apathy is stupid as far as yes. voting in America. But I'm not is every it's not the cause of everything. Mm-mm. Um, and when you read something like this, you realize how big the problem is. It's not just a want to issue. It's a they've set this shit up so much it wouldn't matter right. for people, and so they start to think voting doesn't matter at all. Right, and it's one of those things where, like I said, as somebody who's who's in down south, it's very, very frustrating. And like I said, I know I said this before, but it's very frustrating when you hear people and you listen to people, particularly people that live outside of this area, talk about the south like the south is just butt-ass backwards and and y'all got what y'all wanted and this is what y'all voted for. No, bitch, this is not what people voted for. There are a lot of people that don't want this bullshit. Their their, their votes are being tied up. Their votes are being being, being forced out. They're being kicked off of a voter voter, uh, uh, registration and they don't know it and shit like that. Like, like, like it's more to it than that. And, 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 you know, it's one of those things where it's like for the most of the black people in this country, for most people, most of y'all have some association with the South in some shape, form, or fashion. So it's one of those things where, you know, when you do that, you, you, you're you going, well, fuck a lot of my extended family or my family from the past that my, or extended family that might have, might have came from here that traveled to other parts of this country. You act like none of their sacrifices matter when you just literally just give up on the South like that to me. In particular, like I said, there's too many black and brown people down here for you to think that we're all, we all want this and I shouldn't have to pack up my motherfucking bags and move because it's fucked up will you you do that then you know something fucked up happened to you are you gonna move no you're gonna actually stay there and fight for the shit why don't you think we want to do that too yeah i agree i agree um but yeah so that's mississippi uh and other news keith lee i guess is the omar of restaurants uh in the restaurant industry in atlanta because this shit escalated all over the place. I, I I I think I lost what was happening. You got to fill me in. Last time I checked on Keith Lee, uh, he I think last time we brought him up on the show, there was a woman who was like trying to take him down, claiming that he like like just being an asshole, and he was right in that case, in my opinion. And she just tried to make it seem like he stole her idea and all this shit. It was dumb. Then, you know, like, we hear good stories about Keith Lee, you know, oh, you can get this type of Cadoba meal and shit. And he's gotten a lot of influence very quickly over the pandemic, you know, former MMA fighter now. I guess I call him a food or restaurant influencer. Yes. Because I don't think what he's doing is, I don't think he's trying to be a food critic. No. You know, people keep comparing him to, like, the Michelin stars and all this shit and shit. Dude, he doesn't have any culinary experience. I don't think he's trying to do that. I don't nope. think that's his lane. He's like this. He's like, I'm just a regular person. I'm eating these things and I'm just now, getting my opinion. And while him being just a regular person might not be quote unquote true as far as like the impact he right. can have. He wants the experience that you would give a normal fucking person. Right. And so he showed up to Atlanta where a lot of people have talked about, you know, I've seen it on Twitter before. Mm-hmm. Anecdotally, you see people complain about some of the restaurant scenes in Atlanta, especially like the really happening restaurants, which, 
you know, there's the really happening restaurants normally there's issues with those anyway, whether you keep flea or not, just they're trying to service like celebrities and, and it's influencing is trying to get on and be seen and be on Instagram and shit. So like their priority of the food service and the experience might not be the same as the priority of clout and right. looking like the dopest place to spend time. Um, and so with celebrity customers and stuff, you can show up there. They recognize you and know who you is. They're going to take, they like, oh, okay, celebrity. We got to fucking get right here, sir. First mm-hmm. table, hey, the wait is four minutes. He's going places and they have different rules, especially on the weekends for some of these places that are like happening like that, mm-hmm. where they don't take reservations, but also if you're in person, they uh the the wait could be up to an hour and a half um if and he doesn't go in himself he sends his family in so they don't know it's him right um because he doesn't he wants to know what the normal experience would be for his reviews he doesn't want the people to be like oh it's keith lee um and so they tell his family like hey it's hour and a half you you know no exceptions no reservations no you can't come back you just gotta wait blah 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 and so then he'll come in and they'll be like, oh, we five minutes. We got, we got you a seat right away. And he's like, no. Like, he'll put it in his review. Some of these reviews, he didn't even get food. Mm. And not all the reviews are bad, just to no, be no. frank. Like, because yeah. I think that's an important part of this. The ones that people want to talk about are the bad ones. Right. But he's also had some good the reviews review. of food and places there. Yes, been like, it's I, been great. Yes, I follow him on, on, on TikTok. I just got to find, find, kind of find out about the TikTok and Kev on stage and things like that. And, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes it's funny. You know, sometimes he'll rate them all types of ways. He'll talk about going into, you know, these different places and just his kind of personal you know, experiences. And he's kind of traveled across the country. So this is not the first time he kind of, quote, unquote, visited a city. Yeah, but coming to Atlanta is, I guess, the people been waiting on this one because especially the people that are dissatisfied with the culinary scene in Atlanta who have been like, finally, maybe y'all are listening to him talk about it because it's a very trash experience. It's, if you're not a celebrity, you're not getting served. Mm. Uh, these The wait times are ridiculous. They don't allow carry out. You know, and, and it could be for various reasons. Some people are like, it's too much greed. Y'all are fucking trying to have uh, too many people in your restaurant and shit, you know, and y'all don't have the staff for that and uh, all this other stuff. Um, but yeah, here's, let me see if I can play some of one of his reviews for y'all. Oh, it makes you open up another page. Okay, all right, let's see if this works. No, I don't want to log in. Let's go. They said you gonna fight over this. You gonna want more? What is it? I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is everything that I ate at Disney, right from my least favorite to my most favorite. He had thirteen oh, things. This, this isn't even the one I clicked on. This is. I just wanted to play the one I clicked on. What the fuck? Oh, there we go. Damn. Let's see what this biscuit talking about? You mean no jelly? No yes, jelly. Sir? Some syrup on a biscuit? Yeah. That's crazy oh, work. The butter is a dollar. The butter a dollar? Yeah, that's right. Swear to God. The butter a dollar? At a breakfast place? Swear to God. That was like... And that's a little cut. What, little cut? That little cut. Yes. He, he say, he say... It eat jelly for show. It's buttery. It's salty. It's a good biscuit. I just can't swallow it. <laughs> it's dry. That's like any biscuit. So I'm not faulting this biscuit specifically, but I am faulting. See, you hear my, how my words coming out? <laughs> but I am faulting the fact that it don't come with jelly. And butter is a dollar. That's crazy. Last but not least, the salmon croquette. It's good. Is it? It's good? Mm-hmm. Let's see. 
I need some sauce. It come with a little remoulade sauce. I just didn't put it on at first. So I was like, oh, that's, I guess, a good one. And, you know, he's talking about the dollar butter and stuff like that. So people might take that as a negative thing. But, um, but you did charge a dollar. So right. like in people that eat, they're going to feel that way. Real milk and honey. I got it. Now, this is the one that everybody is that went that everything went went left on. Yeah. Okay. If from my und mm. oh, well, you, oh, you good. Yeah, I'm about to play it. Yeah. Let's try it and rate it one through 10. As you can see, I don't have any bags in my hands. We are at the Real Milk and Honey on Main Street and College Park. Before we came, we attempted to call our order in. We were greeted with an automatic message that said they do not take call-in orders. The automatic message said the only way you can do pickup is through DoorDash. We went through DoorDash, they was closed. But online, it said they closed at five o'clock. We went on DoorDash at four o'clock, but we were already here, so we just went inside. I stayed in the car and my family went in and they told them they were closed early for deep cleaning. Yet the door is wide open and it's people still going in and grabbing their orders. Now we have no idea if those people ordered beforehand or what the case is. Also, the people who relayed this message, my family said were really nice. It's just the rules. And so far being in Atlanta, I found some places do have unique rules and this is one of them. I want to be very clear. We're not blaming one person or saying one person was rude. In plain terms, don't call this restaurant trying to get nobody fired. Ain't nobody do nothing. This is just the rules they had. If you don't like their rules, the rules not for you. And for me and my family, the rules just went for us. We just not their target audience. For the record, afterwards, I did walk in and I did recognize and they attended the services, but I respectfully declined. I'm a normal person. I pay for my food like everybody else. I walk in spots like everybody else. We are all normal people. Respectfully, if you're not going to do it then, don't do it now. God bless you. Yeah, we just so he added that audio after the fact, but one of the things I, I like about his videos and stuff like this, he's so thoughtful about that stuff. Now, look, it's the internet and people are assholes. So they did get people tagging them, talking shit in their comments because he has a lot of pull. He's very popular and he can't control all those people. Mm -mm. Um, and yeah, it's definitely fucked up that they would do that because especially against his wishes. I just don't mm -hmm. understand. It's just people are fucked up and I don't think he's ever going to be able to do anything about that because yeah. his following is online. He's doing the reviews on social media and there's a huge portion of social media that no matter how positive or professional you want to keep it they would like to get in some mess and also the the milk and honey there's a branch out from it and i think that part got sold the one in dc which has nothing to do with the one in atlanta because a lot of people saying the one in dc is getting harassed and people's like we ain't got nothing to do with them like we right. are two separate entities yeah that's that's just ridiculous mm -hmm. uh but back to this review trying to get some food but i am gonna make this very clear i do not support condone or agree tearing down these businesses while we personally may not have the best customer service experience it does not mean you will have the same experience that also don't mean go on twitter and tear these businesses down at the end of the day business owners are people never know what people are going through the only reason i'm even making this is to share my authentic and real experience like i always do i don't mean no harm i don't have no malicious intent but i always say i'm gonna be 100 honest and that come with the good and then also good. you don't know what nobody going through i also find this different than the guy we covered a while ago yes who went to charlotte and was just shitting on black all the black food businesses and then talking about i'm gonna open up my own restaurant in charlotte that came off so clout chasey and mean-spirited to me i feel like he's trying not to have that vibe i yes. he can't help the internet is mean he either has to stop doing this for a living or do this and put as many disclaimers as he does and hope people actually listen to him right because he go i'm just getting my opinion my purpose is not to harm attack or take down these businesses yeah. so so i understand that because it's like that's not the purpose of why i do this right so what we can't do is just judge off of somebody else's experience if you would like to go to these places or any other place that i've been to i encourage you to go try it for yourself and make your own opinion but right. we still in atlanta and we on main street and it's a bunch of spots here so we're gonna go to a different spot god bless you have an amazing day 
So it was a couple spots that were messed up. Some people had like the good, like one one restaurant was like a Jamaican restaurant and people was like, they had the best service? Because, you know, Jamaican restaurants are notorious for not having it the best ser- service, you know? Um, yeah, and then people started looking into milk and honey. Someone pulled up the, like, the the rules that they had, the house rules. One, we guarantee great food. Everything else is left to chance. We try our hardest, though. We really do. Two, we do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. Uh, three, 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more or checks larger than $75. Four, no modifications of any menu items. If you have a food allergy, please choose another item without the allergen. Five, be nice. Six, no reservations unless you're Barack Obama. Hey, there's exceptions to every rule. So I think they try to be funny. Mm-hmm. Then they made a video trying to be funny of, like, I guess the owners and or whatever, the people that work there sitting in the lobby. And the audio's not that great. After they gave us a review, right? Yeah. Okay. The audio's not that great, but I'll play it. <laughs> Did you see this Keith Lee video about the Wimbledon money? And who is this Keith Lee? So it's the they're pretending they don't know who Keith Lee is. Um, well, he basically said they recognized him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, I think they thought you know this is our. Get and back. who is this Keith Lee? Oh, I don't know why it doesn't want to play. That. You don't know Keith Lee? Yeah. No. <laughs> So it's supposed to be like a, uh, it's kind of corny and I mean, I, it's it's kind of mean spirited too, you know, mm-hmm. in that. And but it it's, does it's, not make you look good as a business. Right. But also like there was another post that someone had on Twitter that was supposed to be from like their either social media manager or like the manager of Milk and Honey that said something like y'all let an autistic nigga you let an autistic dude tell y'all where you can eat or something like that which got i believe deleted yeah, and of course people was trying to like yeah what does that have to do with anything yeah they was putting her like personal information on the internet i saw that um but it's definitely out of control and ridiculous as a response um which did not help uh, <laughs> you know which which uh definitely did not help um the point that she was trying to make yeah um y'all let an autistic man tell you where to eat and it's only tiktok nobody give a fuck in real life be fucking for real according to to this screenshot You're trying now. to kill your business dog and, and my thing is this as a restaurant i know it sounds sad sometimes people fuck up employees fuck up people fuck up and you know you got to be like all right this is gonna be or cool. you have fucked up rules and ways Th- that's true too also and like this is one of the reasons i don't really hit up a lot of happening spots is because i think a lot of restaurant industry shit is so much about vibe that sometimes they'll just be fucked up because they know they can get away with it yes you know where it's like we got a fucked up rule here because ain't shit you can do about it and um at the same time i also understand that running the business is fucking hard especially a brick and mortar restaurant most of them don't make it um and if you reach a level of like prestige or something like that and you a black restaurant you want to cash in on it i do understand and y'all ain't gonna be the only motherfuckers that got um you know rules downtown and shit you know and i'm sure that y'all also have things you have to deal with that we don't you know as a customer 
I, you know, it's like when people get mad at a restaurant for having a rule like, hey, don't twerk on the table. And people are like, wow, they only would do that because black people go there. And I'm like, or they did it because some people twerked on the table. Right. These rules And then they had to pass a rule that they didn't want to fucking publicize. But, yeah, we got to have a rule. So I can understand that. But, yeah, the Keith Lee thing is interesting um, just because of the comedy of it all to me. It's so funny that he has so much of a... Um, following and people care so much about his opinion on these restaurants and he has so much goodwill but low-key even if he doesn't want to he can almost like take your business down if if you fuck around and and it's also and and i like that that's not his purpose but also it's also one of those things where uh there were businesses uh that he has been to in the past where i think one he went to this one place and they either forgot or didn't put salt on it or something like that. And he was talking about how good it was. And they were saying they literally had to change their menu because they would like put salt on it. And they was like, people say, I don't want no salt. They was like, what are you salt comes on? They was like, no, I want it the same way he had it because right. I want the same, you know, experience that he had. So they literally had to do that. And, you know, and, and, and anybody can fall for it because I'm not going to lie. That thing he had with, a uh, 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 Ch- oh, Chipotle. That shit was good. Like I'm not even gonna lie, it was really, really good. I tried and it was you could just you could only order it through the app, but it was really, really good. It was for a limited time, and if they still had it, I would have went out there and continued to order it because they was like, you make it up and we'll we'll actually prepare it. So you know, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people they love food, they love they love uh 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 good food, and they actually are like, hey, if he says good, I'm gonna go try it just because he said to try it. I think also just a large part of this that can't be ignored and it does fuck me up a little bit and I don't know where you put it because I don't think it's his fault but a large part of the internet just likes being mean yes. and that's the reason that the bad reviews went viral not the good ones it's the reason that people spent more time uh, harassing you know the bad places than, uh, than, than frequenting the good places there's something to it there mm-hmm. and people are couching it in like fairness and justice but it's not really about that for them because and it's so off-putting because that's not the vibe he puts out he Mm-mm. does not want that and yet here we are you know so that's that's an interesting thing to think about for me um and yeah i'll leave it at that because i i really i i like his content he mm-hmm. seemed like a person that's trying to put good things out there and i don't think he ever does this stuff to try to destroy some somebody so Mm-mm. and sound like in the reviews he basically was saying yeah this is my experience go try it for yourself yeah. like your experience might be different like these these places you know might be your jam like he covered bojangles and we was like the the best part is the chicken but he didn't get the chicken you know but that's fine I, i'm still gonna eat bojangles yeah it has nothing to do with him Mm-mm. people shouldn't take it that seriously and right ultimately if they have a good restaurant and people are willing to wade through all that bullshit that kind of stuff doesn't typically tear down a restaurant's user base or customer base right it does it slowly it doesn't tear it down right away it just gets to a point where you're not the happening spot no more and that's when it's like can you withstand the fact that people ain't going here and waiting an hour and a half to eat that's when you know if your restaurant can can last when motherfuckers are like i'm just coming here because the food tastes good i'm not coming here i'm just coming here because i like the experience you know what other restaurants gonna open up the street 
you're gonna have competition yes you are you know will your place still be a place that people wait an hour and a half for every you know months from now years from now we'll see yeah we will all right let's get to another segment we're going to war gender war there's a war going on outside gender war there's a war going on outside uh now the first thing for gender wars i have to say is an update uh and i don't know uh it's it's news that i'm biased to believing because it's news that justifies my opinion that i previously held okay but i don't know a hundred percent sure if it's real news because it's one of these screenshots from someone who has a youtube page talking about the cheesecake factory video okay now most i know most of y'all would go rod you were right just accept you were right because you said this shit was all fake and uh you should just take the w i want to take the w i really do i'm gonna play rod is right i will play it but look i'm not this don't look like real news to me it says fake over a screenshot then it says receipt and then it's her that's her name nikia and she's replying to somebody or something and she says it's a skit every video was i guess made to sound the same day there's a whole behind the scenes being put together as well it will be revealed further but you all you all do do realize the more this is shared the more money it makes people don't use critical thinking skills social media is powerful tool in so many ways so it seems like that's a confession that they did a skit and this is all bullshit um and it looks like this is some new video they made together sitting on the couch or something i don't know if they're being interviewed or what but so people are like listen this shit is fake and rod you were right you called it (laughs) um to which i you know obviously i'm gonna uh accept being right and i hope i'm right uh because i honestly think the worst thing that could come of this is uh me being wrong and they genuinely made this dumbass video and they truly weren't acting I hope they were acting because it's so stupid. Yep. What was that again? Oh yeah. Rod was right. Rod was right. Yeah, so that it does make me want Cheesecake Factory though, and I haven't wanted Cheesecake Factory in years. I ain't that the truth. I'm like, man, I'm gonna go for some Cheesecake Factory. It's good eating in there. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> but uh this is the new gender wars. So, ex-NBA player Joe Smith, I remember him from playing college basketball, I believe, for Maryland. I thought this nigga, he was the first dude I thought was going to be crazy in the NBA, Mm. and it just never worked out. You couldn't have told me Joe Smith wasn't fitting to be (laughs) Be somebody. Okay, I said, this man, the greatest and he the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. And that was before I learned that niggas could be cold as fucking college, get to the NBA, and be like, no, it's a wrap on that. Um, Different level. So his wife, Keisha Chavis, um, put out a video. Okay. And so Joe people, Smith's wife. Yes. And okay. people started sharing it on social media. Let's watch the video, and then I'll give you the backstory. But this is her. She's recording herself. <laughs> Just happened to catch herself perfectly in the middle of the argument. Completely perfect. No one's going to say anything too over the top. No disrespectful 
words that you can't come from come back from no cancelable shit is gonna be said but just coincidentally she caught him off the cuff at the perfect moment and it says ex-nba player joe smith finds out his wife has an only fan Stupid, yo. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got only fans paid. Out of all these years, yo. Once again, to her. once again, he's talking, but are you listening to what he's saying? Listen to what he's saying, Karen. Don't just look at him. Stupid, yo. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got only fans page. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got an OnlyFans page. How amazing a coincidence. She hit record as he stated the premise of the uh, conflict perfectly. Right. Amazing. It's honestly, I, what what a miracle of content. What a miracle. Out of all these years, you know, the disrespect that comes with it, that you couldn't even talk to me before you did it, that's bullshit, yo. That's fucked up, Keith. I'm telling you, yo, that's fucked up. Wait. Wait, no, 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 calm, but you're not going to say fuck me or that's fucked up. It's not fucked up. Recording me? What the fuck you doing? So now he's uh, obviously upset she's recording him. She's been recording this this time. Uh, he doesn't sound too shocked, but, you know, listen. He's an NBA player, not an actor. All right? Leave him alone. Listen, it's not fucked up, and we're going to... Okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page, and he... She's walking up the stairs. He's following her. He's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad. Now, what's interesting about this video, I, and I, who knows if they cropped it out or something, but where was this shared? Mm. Like, where's our Instagram? Like, if you screen cap this, where's the Instagram? Like, this is our Instagram page. If this is live on Facebook, where's the, the Facebook? If, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, where was this posted? It looked like it's a FaceTime or something. It was posted. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it was posted. We can't no, tell No, 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 What social media site was this posted? Twitter was somebody going, hey, look at this. This is Joe okay. Smith's wife. And it might be because I'm trying to find they older, so they not not be on top of stuff but like not, that. But not, no, you don't, you don't put it on top of stuff. Have you, you've been on Instagram Live, right? Mm-hmm. It just, it's on the screen. Oh, okay. Where is that information? Yeah, Where's the TikTok information? And, pe- and people, you start seeing people comments floating and hearts and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. This literally looks like she recorded herself on her phone. Yes. And then uploaded the video somewhere. Yes. Or I sent agree. the video somewhere. It, yeah, anyway, this, it's this just not, this is not it's live. an interesting detail. I'm not saying it proves anything. Someone could have cropped the video. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting detail, though. Now it seems like his anger is at the fact she didn't tell him. Right. Not the fact that she's doing it because she's not like making videos with other men, it seems. It's all her by herself, blah blah blah. Okay asking for solutions to shit you're not giving me none so i created one that's no solution not in my book so people are assuming that that means they don't they're having money problems so she mm. needed money so she went to OnlyFans. That's no you solution. know you know who the fuck i was when you met me before before before, before yeah before, met, yeah i, knew I that. thought that i would never have to go Man, back to I, anything yeah, like this again it's also weird to me and uh this is just more of a vibe thing but if someone's recording me with their phone while yelling at me and arguing i would look at the phone sometimes too 
Cause uh, like it's like yeah. if I'm talking to you, being like, "Nah, Karen, you don't you don't understand." Like you like you might look at me sometimes, but sometimes you're gonna look at me like, "Why the fuck are you still recording on the phone? This is right. crazy. This is a problem." Um, but also what she says before, the reason she's talking about before, and you knew what I was when I met you. She is an ex porn star. I guess current. She came back to the game. She, uh, I'm okay, back. I didn't know that. Shout out to Michael Jordan. She came back wearing a 45. Uh, her name was Yasmin Penn Davis as her uh, pen name or porn name. Mm-hmm. And so he married her and she's like, I'm, I think this is just a great advertisement for I'm making OnlyFans videos again. Yes. A lot of the, 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 the girls from the 90s black porns are returning to OnlyFans and stuff because you get to keep all the money basically. You have no fucking like management no or whatever. Overhead, right. You don't you film with the people you want to, if it's you want controlled. to, when you want to, all that stuff. You can make a video that's like two minutes and motherfuckers will pay out the wazoo for it compared to like the not getting paid for making fucking long ass scenes and shit back mm-hmm. in the day. Like it's easy money compared to what they went through. So you're seeing a resurgence of, of a lot of those people coming back. I feel like this is just an, a soft launch of like, hey guys, if you look for Yasmin Penn Davis's, if you're into her and you want to see her d- d- do some strange things on OnlyFans, here you go. Yes, sir. Not the case right after that, now. after that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, 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 no. Obviously, everything. it hasn't. No, it had to. I had Obviously to do it something. Hasn't. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing oh, stuff like this go. on camera. Whose name is that? Kevin Wesley must be the person that cat that that, that is wants to get the credit for the video <gasps> okay because it's not her and no. it's not him okay because i was like who was that right you act like that's the only thing that i do i have mad jobs but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done so i got something extra only fans be breaking me off what the Man, fuck come on Keisha, whatever. It, it don't matter what they breaking you off it's the disrespect that comes with it what you disrespect even, you couldn't come and talk to me about it okay well we're talking and it's obviously a like a great gender wars thing mm-hmm. because you know the i'm a woman my body my choice da 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 and you, like basically like on some you ain't my daddy can't tell me what to do or think blah, blah blah but also totally reasonable to be like you made a choice that affects both of us we're in a marriage it's a partnership these are things that people in a marriage discuss people in a relationship typically would discuss this the but the extreme like man versus woman shit on twitter i could see people falling for that part of it and being like yeah now i don't think i don't think it really worked because i think this is one that hopefully people saw through i haven't seen too much fighting about it me either but but we're just judging the attempt okay talking about it now because i had so, to find out on the fly all right then but now okay no, so, wait. i had to find out on the fly So now you know. Yeah, now I know. Uh, okay. That's, the acting is more cringeworthy than anything. Yeah. The, and it, you know, it's, I, he he's not. A, listen, he's not a classically he, trained he, actor. Yeah, he's not strong. She's a porn actress. It's not the strongest. Not giving the strongest acting. So yeah, now I know. And so. They needed a better ending. He need to slam the door. Whatever. I've been doing what I have to do, period. Like, that's bottom line. That's what it is. Yeah, so he, they needed a stronger exit. I feel like if he broke something, or like, if they slammed a door or something. Yeah, and also, not trying to funny, the thing is, 
if they really want to take this in the next level, he need to actually just disapprove of it altogether. Mm-hmm. Like just disapprove. Yeah. It shouldn't just be I don't know. It should be you can't. Yeah, he need to do like a more authoritative. Like you can't do that. Yes. I'm not gonna let you do this or something. So that people be like, well, he can't make her do anything. Yes, that would have that would have took it to the next level because that's how you get people in there because that's that controlling stuff. Right. And she could have turned my body, my choice, and then that line would have kind of had more meaning to right. it, type of thing. Because he's not saying you can't do it. He was like, I wish you would have told me. Yeah, and she's completely different vibe. Yeah, and I think you know people are gonna go look up her, you know, porn and stuff, and mm-hmm. see if they can find her. Uh, you know, wh- wherever the fuck she's putting her content right now, because um, I think you know that's what it's about. And um, you know, it's been a long time since she was doing banging brothers banging. You know, that's or, back in the day, uh, NYDP Blue. Oh, been a shit. while since she did, you know. And also, you know, like I said, uh, at speaking to somebody from a producer side, when she was walking up the steps and she wanted to do it right, should have changed angle to wide to see him while he was talking in the background too. That's a good point. Because he was ta- he's tall. Yeah. So trust, he is going to be, even though he's quote unquote below you, he's going to be tall enough for you to be able to catch mm. something with him. Well, she hasn't had a d- good director since she made Screw the Right Thing, Karen. So. Not Screw the Right Thing! Yes, yeah, you know, so it's probably hard for her to, um, you know, to really get into that, you know. Maybe if she could have found the people that made uh, Pussy Man's House Party 1 and 2, then we would have been in business. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's, I guess, out the game, uh, but back in the game. So, according to her, they need the money. So, she's yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's rate it zero to ten, Karen. What would you give this uh, gender war? This actually get a six, and I'm deducting off of some of the things I said. Like, mm-hmm. if you really wanted to actually kind of get the streets popping, when she said that, he should have been like, "No, you can't do this." Like, like you have to have hard lines, if that makes sense. Like, I agree. it it kind of cranks it up because some people kind of fuss about. You know, people have OnlyFans, so you might get a little bit. But if he ain't coming out the gate hot, and on top of that, his energy was low. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to have something like this, and it's going to be like, you know, when she started filming, he should have been in the background just ranting. I'm talking about, you know, just really just raising his voice, right. ranting. It, it, like, if you really want to take it to the level, people go, oh, hell no, couldn't have been me. Kind of on both sides. Like, to me, it's, it's other things that you needed to do. You know, the blocking should have been a little bit better, like I said, particularly going up the steps. So from from my perspective, this is why I get like that, that kind of five or six range, you know, versus the little things is the thing that kind of crank knock it up a notch. Yeah, I'm with you. I put most of the failure of this to resonate on him. Mm-hmm. I feel like they maybe they should have shot, shot it a few more times. I, it doesn't seem like it was live. Mm-mm. So it seemed like maybe they should have just recorded it a few more times, practiced it, because I feel like the energy level is way too fucking low yeah, if, if, for if, it to feel like the betrayal that it's supposed to feel. And with the way that the gender wars are set up, there's a ton of bitter ass dudes yes. who would love to be like, this why you don't marry a porn star. See, that's why, I'm, that's why I, you got to get a good girl. Da, 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 da. Look at this simp. You know, like mm-hmm. they didn't even get to get that in really because they don't they don't believe it. Right. And also, not only was his energy level low, and I was talking about her husband's kind of low too. Like, like, mm, like it should have been like, like if you want to take it to like that next level, 
Like, I don't think people consider the energy level will almost dictate how, um, mm-hmm. how far we'll go as far as being reposted and retweeted and, and shared online. Yeah, I agree. I, I Like I said, I'm a little disappointed mm-hmm. um, in this one. And I, I think I'll give it a, hmm, I think I'm going to give it a four. I mean, the biggest thing is like, wow, j- fucking Joe Smith is doing fake. <laughs> like, Joe Smith is doing this content? Like, the game is wild right now. Yes, it is. But, you know, in real life, shout out to him for being such a helpful, like, husband. You know, trying to support her and getting her OnlyFans started again. Because, I mean, this is more of a bang that that he's going to get from, when, from, from, like, this video. She's going to get more of a, like, people talking about it than so many of these other black porn stars that are coming back in the game. Like there's a lot of them there. Like, I wish I married an NBA player so we could make a fake video and they could get mad because I'm actually doing different content and it's not getting the traction, you know? Yeah. Miss smart. Bring up a good thing. Did, you know, did we even get a booty shot? Like, yeah, that's right. That's the stuff I want to see. Like, like if, if we're actually promoting this OnlyFans, we should have got like a full fledged body shot, like kind of of her. And so kind of when she was going up the steps, that'd have been a great time to show like a, uh, like her, body like a yes. whole frame with him maybe even like her. a show some of her working on a screen computer screen like is this too much to y'all or you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. something like that like yeah you're right it's it just didn't it don't it don't hit the same yeah and they had a chance but they i feel like they just kind of blew it and yeah like you say the more and more i'm talking about i think my score needs to go down i give it okay. about a four or five i said about a five or a six yeah. or something like that. yeah and it's about a it's, four or five like the more i talk about it, the more i actually kind of think of the things that kind of would have t- would have kind of took it to the next level mm-hmm. and those are are, are, are the things because y'all know what a good one looks like and it's also one of those things where you got to believe it. Not that mm-hmm. funny. I kind of didn't believe it. Like, if you really want the gender wars to be on top, you got to believe it, say it with a straight face. You can't half-ass it. You got to be fully committed, you know, to the role, to the calls, to the skit, or whatever it is. If you ain't going to be fully committed, it's, it, it just ain't going to hit the same. Yeah. And so this right here is going to be a fad. I don't see this going nowhere. Yeah, you got to want it, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we done came too far. Yeah, we done seen too many good ones for this. Yeah, for you to be out here throwing out some bullshit, like, come on, fam. You better than this. Um, all right, so that's Gender Wars. Uh, let's go to the next segment. Run the spray. Oh, wait, shit. That's not what I meant to do. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> let's go to the next segment. Where's my segments? There we go. Um, and let's do some fucking with black people. Um, there we go. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with. Fucking the black people. Hey, 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 h
All right, fucking with black people time. Let's talk about it. Um, police dogs attack on a black trucker in Ohio echoes history. I told you the motherfuckers on the wrong side. Is that them Dover and Pinchers? Ain't that no one with the kind of dogs in my ears? I don't. I don't even know what you said. It was just English. Uh, <laughs> the the dogs, Dover and Pinchers. I know you said. Ain't that the kind of dogs Demar is? My bad. <laughs> anyway. I think yeah, them uh, dogs. I don't know. Let's see what kind of, I don't think it is uh Doberman Pitcher. I, I don't know what kind of dog. Let's see. Uh, as Jadarius Rose drove his 18-wheeler through rural Ohio, a simple missing mud flap caught the highway patrol's eye. The trip ended with a police dog's powerful jaws clamping down on Rose, even as he tried to surrender. As he stood with his hands up, at least six law enforcement officers surrounded him at distance, one calling forcefully to the K-9 handler, do not release the dog. Nevertheless, a Belgian Malinois, Malin, what is that? Mm-hmm. That must be the type of dog it was, right? Belgian, yeah. Belgian, I don't know how you pronounce this shit, though. Oh, somebody said they know many German shippers. My bad. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hate to be, hate to be dog racist. I'm sorry. I apologize. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Um... But yeah, I don't know how you pronounce the shit. But can you show the breed? I don't, I don't know. If I mean, if you need to see it, hold Belgian on. Malinois. Malinois. Okay. All right. So it's one of them French dogs. Okay. Got the plane ticket on it. Um. All right. So you wanted to see what the dog looks like. Mm-hmm. This is what the dog looks like. Oh, those are so adorable. Okay. Oh, especially when they're like chomping down on you for doing nothing. <laughs> no. For your missing mud flap. Oh my God, so adorable. No. The best. No, they're not adorable when they gnawing on you. Uh, at first, the animal seems confused, racing past Rose towards the officers at the far end of the truck, then turning back and running for Rose, who was 23 years old. By then, the truck is on his knees, hands still high as the officer says, get the dog off of him. That day, Rose joined a long list of black Americans attacked by police dogs, a history well documented by journalists, academics, and filmmakers. <laughs> they named the top ones. Uh, number one, Malcolm X. Number two, MLK. <laughs> That's right. You never put the number one, number one, if you want to make a list that people are going to be mad about. Right. Um, but yeah, they uh, records reviewed by the AP in 2018 showed Ohio State Highway Patrol used dog juice drug dogs in 28% of its stops involving black motorists from 2013 to 2017. Although the black population is only about 11.5% of people. Wow. Uh, (laughs) uh, The police department suspended his dog apprehension program in 2020 after a black man was bitten and an audit found 27 dog bite cases during the previous two years. Sounds like a lot of dog bite cases. Maybe I'm tripping. That's a lot, my nigga. You know, maybe, hey, it could be me, guys. Um, mm, I don't think it's you. Okay, Karen says she doesn't think it's just me. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, um, the FBI opened an investigation into the police department in Woodson Terrace, Missouri in 2021. At the cell phone video show, three officers allowing a dog to repeatedly bite a black man. And in 2020, a black man in Lafayette, Indiana, was placed in a medically induced coma at the police dog's mild him as he was arrested in a battery case. Damn. Yep. Um, so then it just goes into that. In the aftermath in Rose's case, the law enforcement originally sought to pull him over because of the truck's missing mud flap. Um, what happened next can be pieced together by from law enforcement video. 
He initially didn't stop as police pursued him. When he did, he saw officers with their guns drawn and took off again. At this, at some point, he called 911, told a dispatcher he feared the officer was trying to kill him. After pulling over a second time, he delayed getting out of the truck, did not immediately get on the ground and destruct it. He initially was charged with felony for failing to comply with officers, but prosecutors dropped the case. Well, that happens after the dog goes off on you. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's when they go, hey, you know what? Maybe we don't uh, pursue the case. <laughs> now that, um, you know, we try, we almost killed him. He, uh, yeah, he might have been valid in thinking he was going to be harmed. I feel like we may have proved the point mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with this whole, uh, you know, letting the dog try to eat him. That uh, that seemed to be the thing he was most afraid of. Uh, and uh, yeah, don't look too good for a boy, your boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, he was charged with a misdemeanor misdemeanor version of the offenses. Uh, there's an uh, and there is an active, he was initially charged with a felony, but now they charge him with misdemeanor, but there's an active warrant for his arrest. Neither him nor his attorney have responded to repeat messages seeking comment. It's not clear why a canine unit was at the scene. Da, da, da. He was compliant, not a threat to anyone. So uh, the dog's police handler, Officer Ryan Speakman, was fired because he wasn't speaking. He should have spoke, said stop, get did off. They, did they fire the dog too? Heal. Uh, no, the dog got a raise. It's actually now. <laughs> the dog black, got a promotion. They la- it's now at a black school in Detroit. Oh no! Yeah, they said, you know, they fig- they figured it out. Why not? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it, that's zero to a hundred, Karen, for how much you feel fucked with as a black. This gets a one hundred. Okay, one hundred, Karen. The- biggest reason why y'all probably see me some mud flaps on trucks all of the goddamn time mm-hmm. they driving up and down the highway for miles and miles and miles all of the time them shits probably fall off all of the time mm-hmm. you know it's something that's not fun this is something that can easily be replaced it ain't like the brake lights was out you know the fucking mud flap gonna do i mean i understand the purpose of it but it's to protect mud it ain't you know, it's not like the mud flap was, was you know, going to harm other vehicles or some shit like that. It's, the shit is fucking rubber. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I give it 100. I have a, you know, I I just, anytime it's dogs and black people, it's just 100 for me. You know, I think that's just how it's going to have to be on this show from here on out. Um, I, I feel like they... Um, they scare the shit out of me, police dogs, period. Um, then you throw in, like, the um, civil rights shit. You throw in the fact that, like, they can just sick these motherfuckers on you and let them, like, do whatever they want to you. And, and it's never going to be the dog's fight because the fault because the dog is still just a tool of the, the officer. It's an extension, yes. Yeah, like it just, I don't know. It just feels kind of scary to me. And I, 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 it's maybe it's like a primal fear, but it definitely brings something out of me that makes me, you know, feel like, uh, you know, fuck these, fuck these dogs and fuck these people. Uh, so yeah, I give it a hundred as well. Um, we'll do one more. Jay Z. Okay. Jay Z reflects on being the first rapper inducted into the Sing Songwriters Hall of Fame. We want validation because we deserve it. Agreed. 
This past Friday, CBS Mornings featured the Book of Hove exhibition at the Brooklyn Public Library in New York City. In a conversation with Gail King, Hove delved into his numerous achievements and the prolonged journey it took for the music industry stakeholders to acknowledge hip-hop as an art form. For a while, we would just dismiss rap as this fad or this noise with people just screaming over beats, he said. Not that we needed the validation, but it was like we wanted the validation because we deserve it. In 2017... The New York, iconic New York rapper achieved the distinction of being the first MC to receive an invitation to join the Songwriters Hall of Fame. That is so egregiously fucked up. Um, mostly because uh, you're talking about a art form where it's literally rap. It's literally writing. It's words. You're saying the fucking words. So to be like this is not worthy of a songwriter's hall of fame is so blatantly racist to me. Cause I feel like if it wasn't black people, it, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't even be talking about this shit. Agreed. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fucking, uh, infuriating. It's sad, but I, you know, it's one of those things, but I hope this opens up the floodgates for them to go back in history and look at other rappers kind of, it kind of before Jay-Z to actually, not trying to find it actually deserve, to be in it that some of them may have may be dead and gone but at least give their family and just acknowledge their work mm-hmm. you know for what they did so that because it all grows on top of each other like any form of music you right. know jay-z is a is, is a collection of you know decades of people kind of before him building up to that point and there are a lot of other people who i think deserve to be on it in addition to him not, 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 and it's one of those things where a lot of time people want to pit. No, no, no. In addition to, so mm-hmm. there, there's other people who actually the, some of the foundation of rap, you know. And if that's the case, you know, go back and you know some of the original DJs, some of the original, you know, hype men. Some of those people actually need to be acknowledged in in, in across the board too, because this is not the only category, but just across the board you have basically overlooked it because most people didn't even really consider rap art form. They thought it was going to fade. They thought it was going to die down. They thought it was going to be a dead fad. This shit has literally been around forever and it's literally not going anywhere. Like it's literally here to stay. Like you have people that are actually getting close or, or, or near retirement age and they've been literally rapping since they've been in their twenties, you know, for, for, so it's still a quote unquote young form of, music a form of art compared to some of the other but it's getting to the point where hey now we have two and three and four generations you know of people that have kind of come up through this and i can't wait to see who's going to be on it like i'm very hopeful so i can't wait to see who's going to be who's yeah gonna and, be may, on and they may next. have let people in since then but the fact that jay-z's the first and i don't have a problem with it being jay-z but Mm-mm. the fact that he's the first in 2017 meaning right rap been around since like the 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 early the late 70s mm-hmm. so you talking about uh 40 years of history or some shit before you go oh yeah i guess the first person the first we can induct the first person in this art form that's just mostly the words more than almost any of the other like ver like uh genres Mm-hmm. rap is so much just the words and the lyrics how are they not a songwriter hall of fame like anyway right so i give it a i give it your cars you know and, and and it's the same because it is very disrespectful 
you know, to the music and, and and I guess my thing because of the history and shit, like this is like, okay, a lot of this shit that y'all consider music and shit, y'all do it, but steal it from black and brown people anyway. Right. And then y'all praise each other and act like it's the best shit ever when a lot of times it's just mimicking what the only thing more The only thing the more condescending would be for like Eminem to be the first one. That's the only thing that could be more on brand. For, for them, and it's like, once again, no problem with Eminem nope. talking about this fucking industry yes you know it just goes back to the rock and roll hall of fame thing again um all right uh let's wrap it up let's wrap it up we'll uh we'll be back throughout the week of course this is the last walking dead recap coming up wednesday Mm -hmm. so everybody you know y'all like oh i won't listen but i don't care well after this week you can come on back yeah so all right until next time Oh shit, what am I doing? Sword ratchetness. God damn. <laughs> Never. You rushing us something out the door, ain't you? Sorry about that. Yeah, it's still happening, everybody. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Slice, slice. Police raid man's home and arrest him after he posts video of himself with a samurai sword in public. Oh, no. Yeah. Um. Sorry, pop-up came up. There we go. Singapore. A man who posted a video of himself welding a samurai sword in public has had his home raided by police who found out the weapons and drug paraphernalia in his flat. Joel Ezekiel, 49, was charged on Monday with one count of possessing a knuckle duster. According to court documents, he was I found... I remember them, them, them like, uh, what you call them? Uh, Brass knuckles? Yes. Mm-hmm. According to court documents, he was found in possession of the weapon at uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, in a release on Sunday evening, police said the man in the video is also being investigated for drug-related offenses. Oh, you don't uh, fucking say. Right? You don't... What? drug offenses i know mm. i can't believe it myself i mean you got, already got the knuckle dusters dusting off them drugs right like he of course he was he was uh on drugs he posted shit online <laughs> as well so yeah i am shocked shocked well not that shocked um on saturday police received a report about a video on social media showing a man wielding a samurai sword in public shout out to the snitches he posted this on his own social media page, but somebody seen it and said, mm-mm. Not, not on my watch. Right. I'm going to be like that person that, that told on Joe Smith's wife. Like, y'all need, the people need to know. Yeah, they do. Uh, within two hours of the report, officers identified the man that raided his home in York Hill, where he was found and see, where they found and seized more scheduled weapons and drug paraphernalia. According to Corrosive Explosive Substances and Offensive Weapons Act, a scheduled weapon refers to explosive we- offensive weapons that include flick knives, knuckle dusters, and swords. What the fuck is a flick knife? Probably like a butterfly knife. Okay, like the, a, the ones the, that you, you do need. The ones they, that flip out. Okay, they pop out. Yeah. yeah. The weapons that were found in seeds include a samurai sword, a butterfly knife. Damn, did I call that, guys? You did. A knuckle duster and a flick knife. Wait, the flick knife is different than the butterfly knife? Okay, okay now I got to look okay. this up questions we got questions i think a flick knife is the it reminds me of the kind where you hit the button and it comes out like they had in that fucking the outsiders and shit they kind of just you west side story you knife. Just flip one time you hit a button it just kind of yeah, pop out it just pop out like that like like a west side story knife 
<laughs> back when it was the Sharks versus the Jets. Okay, what's the difference? Well, here's the picture of it. It looked kind of like a butterfly knife. Yeah, what is considered a flick knife? Uh, a weapon that's designed or adapted so the blade is concealed when folded into the handle. Okay, so yeah, we, this is the same thing, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the man was arrested at his home. Police say they have a zero tolerance towards such brazen acts and will not hesitate to act against anyone who blatantly disregarded the law. And conv- convicted, he can be jailed up to five years and caned. Not the fuck? Caned? Caned in Singapore. He was a bit oh, off. Oh, okay, I was like, caned? How'd we get the caning? He was offered bail at $15,000. The case is expected to be heard again November 20th. Hey, look, the other thing is the video he posted was him slicing a water bottle. Like, a, you know, the kind of water that you have at the cooler mm-hmm. that goes upside down, that, that goes in the water machine mm-hmm. at work? He was slicing one of those for some reason. Oh. Like, I don't know what he was. Look, his water bottle's coming to beat your ass or something. Why are you fucking up? <laughs> The water bottle didn't do shit to nobody. You got something against big water? Oh, I see. He set another water bottle on top of the upside down water container. Oh. And he sliced that bottle. I don't know if y'all can make it out on my screen. But there's a bottle on top of the water thing. Cooler. Oh, somebody was like, no. Mm-mm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to deal with this. Because they know he crazy. They told. They say, oh, yes. he got a sword. Nope. He, he probably been saying shit, at, walking around and shit. They was like, nope. At the police. At Singapore police. What's your, well, y'all open your DMs. <laughs> you need to talk. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back later on in the week. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>